Undercover Carson. Secret agent. Operation Death Ray. An assignment in Rio. Herman Nagel, the Dewar American pilot, had no intention of stranding us after all. His seaplane flew low over those ancient ruins far north of Rio, then came down on the water about half a mile away. Our third scientist, Professor Jacob Bruin, had been treacherously murdered by the local savages. And now we'd buried him in the early light of morning. Now Angelo and I escorted his daughter Sally through the jungle and scrub to where we'd left an inflated rubber dinghy the previous night. The whole place emanated evil, and we were desperate to get away from it all. But the savages had other ideas. They were puny in build, almost untouched by white men. We were some two-thirds of the way through the scrub when they suddenly appeared on all sides. Their primitive weapons were all poised to fly as they closed in, silently, relentlessly. Sally had no doubt that we were destined to meet the same fate as her father. It's no use, Mr. Carson. We've no protection. Pipes, my dear. Pipes? Hmm, Afghan job with spring arrow. And this Turkish job. Turns into small bore pistol. Still a round or two left. Oh, Senor Carson, your pipes have delivered us from many occasions of danger. But what avail are they now against arrows and spears? Hmm, poor odds, go ahead. But there is no chance. How about that loose one of these bullets? And bring the rain of death upon us. Oh, no, no, Sally, chin up. Chin up? With those little devils slowly coming closer and closer. Oh, Shelley, old chap. You know enough of the backwoods lingo to power with these chappies. Senora, I do not think I could do that. It is only with great difficulty that I I could converse and hardly at all when they are in such a warlike mood. Well, then perhaps we'd better send out distress signal while we've chance. Distress signal? Yes, on two-way radio to Sir Giles in Rio. It'll be too late. You never know. Perhaps they only want to take us prisoner. Yes. And Father told me what they do to their prisoners. They torture them with ants. Senor. What, don't you? At the mention of torture by ants, I observed that one of the savages brings a grinning smile to his face. So, eh? What do you make of that? Perhaps that they are able to converse in your tongue? Fact, eh? No, no, it's impossible. Well, try them out. Now, look here now. How about you fellas holding your ground and all of us coming to terms of some sort? Their faces are blank. It's no use. Indeed. They poise their weapons even more dangerously. Oh, yes, so they do. How can you be so casual about things, Mr. Carson? Oh, my dear, I just revel in such situations. Open up that radio, Angelo. Let's hope Sir Giles is standing by. At once, Senor. At once. Uh, the switch is now on. I'll give it a moment or two to warm up. Look out! What the blazes now? Senor! With an arrow, they've shattered this radio. Uh, well aimed. Oh, they're determined to get us. Yes. Odd that they should realize what we were trying to do. Savages, as a rule, aren't aware of the powers of a two-way radio set. They're coming still closer. Well, not going to call us today yet. Now, look here. This pipe fires bullet. Like so. <laughs> Mr. Carson. Next time I aim at the fellow with the most feathers and war paint. Now, stand aside. You've angered them, Senor. Yes, I'll more than anger them. Oh, don't. You don't know them. Oh. And from their talk, Senor, it would seem that there is a strong urging to deal with us, now and forever. Oh, oh indeed, Senor. They lift their arrows and spears to take aim. Oh, with the Senorita, I agree that there is little hope. With your pipe, Senor, you have but antagonized them. 
Any moment the rain of death will come. Let's see on. That's a Tommy gun. Look! They run! Nagel! Stug fella! Get going, a lot of you! The next burst won't be over your heads! I doubt whether there'll be any need for another burst. They're going, a lot of them. So, another crisis passed. Although weeks later, when we were to recall it and examine it in detail, we would wonder whether we'd been in any great danger from the start. Now, for the moment, the incident was to remain one of the many puzzling and unexplained features of Operation Dithray. At the time, I was more interested in thanking friend Herman Nagel on behalf of those present. But he was in a strangely hostile mood. I don't want your thanks, Carson. Oh, but we're most grateful. Oh, see, see, indeed. I was certain we had no chance. Well, old chap, you're, you're not yourself. I ain't, Carson. What's the trouble? I'm just debating whether I ought to give you a burst from this Tommy gun. Me a burst? Senor Nagel, you dare not? Keep out of this, brother. You will not harm Senor Carson. I said keep out of this. What's wrong now? And you can stow that sob stuff, sister. Now stand fast, everyone. I, I think Mr. Nagel has something on his mind. Yeah, I have. I got no time for characters that go telling tales. Telling tales? Really, Nagel, I, I, I can't make head or tail of this. Weren't you in touch with Rio by radio at the crack of dawn? So? With my friend there, Sir Giles Davenport. Well? well I'm afraid I can't work it out, old chap. Unless you consider that tale-telling. I do, Carson. This is bewildering. Most. Half an hour later, my Rio agents are on the radio to me. Accusing me of stranding you and your buddy. Well, Nagel, uh, didn't you? Suffering codfish, how much can a fella take? Now, look, Nagel, I still can't fathom why you're upset. Oh, you can't, huh? I guess you ain't even paused to think about it. Well, as a matter of fact, I've given it quite a deal of thought. But I still haven't lighted on any reason why you so suddenly abandoned us last evening. Maybe you didn't notice there was a storm, huh? Storm? Huh. I'm sure you. That didn't pass unnoticed. Well, I know enough about the layout of this place to realize what was going to happen. That stretch of water was due to take a wall of churning debris from a sudden flood upstream. Indeed, that is what happened. Ah, I see light at last. Well, it's, I figure it's about time. Yeah, you had to get the plane out in case it was damaged. In case? Brother, the damage would have been far beyond repairing. Ah, now the whole thing's clear. You had no chance to warn us. You, you just took off... Made for a more sheltered spot. Yeah. Well, it took a lot of gas getting there. That's why I didn't waste time circling them ruins till you came out waving. Does that make sense? Mm, Joe says. And, uh, well, it seems to make me a most ungrateful fellow. Ah, I, I'm sorry, Nagel. Sorry to have doubted you for a moment. Yeah, but it don't mean you can trust me from here on, bud. Yeah, we'll take a risk on that. Now maybe we ought to get out of here before them local boys start their play-acting again. Play-acting, you say? Uh, forget it. Mr. Carson, that wasn't play-acting. Really, that... Listen, all of you. Are we getting back to the plane? I ran it up on the shingle so as I could step ashore. Oh, of course, of course. And I figure you've completed your pasture survey or your bird-watching or whatever it was brought you to this gull-down back and beyond. Mm, actually, we have. Just as well. Because we got only enough gas to get us back to Rio. And that's including all the emergency juice we brought along. Well, then let's get back to Rio. And a safe landing, I hope. Mm-hmm. 
Taylor's good spirits were with us on the long grind back to Rio, across wild and impenetrable country that made us realize what a great chasm lay between us and civilization. It was sunset when we touched down, the sun turning the weird Sugarloaf Mountain into a rounded pinnacle of gold. A fairy tale setting. Hard to imagine that here, or close handy, the agents of many powers were vying with each other for the secret weapon that was frightening to contemplate. Once ashore, I gave Angelo the hint to walk some distance away with Sally. <laughs> it was a bit obvious, that Carson. Yeah? How so? Giving your buddy the office to get the dame out of the way. Oh, nothing unusual about it. Nothing, huh? I just wanted to um, thank you for your help. But I was chartered for this joint. I got paid half before we started out. As long as I get the second half, that's all the thanks I'm seeking, Carson. Mm, Howsoever, we um, we did seem to cause you unnecessary bother. What with the bombs and so on, planted on... That board. ain't the first time I've been in like situations. Mm, you said. Well, if I said anything, I was talking out of turn, so forget it. Mm, but that incendiary did uh, considerable damage. I'd like you to be recompensed for it. Why? <laughs> After all, Jeff, perhaps it was because of me that the whole thing arranged. You figure you're the only character with enemies, huh? Well, I'm not saying I have enemies, but... You uh... didn't say it, Carson. Like I keep telling you, I ain't interested in your affairs. Oh, yes, you uh, have mentioned it, rather. You were satisfied with the service? Say, old chap, most. And how about we quit talking to our pipe and just say so long? Oh, steady on. So long means goodbye. Scram. Oh, but old chap, must we part so abruptly? You're getting me riled, Carson. Well, however, many things remain unanswered. I um, rather formed the impression that you'd taken your seaplane to the vicinity of those ruins at some previous time. Oh, you did, huh? Yes. In fact, I'm uh, positive of it. Maybe you're clairvoyant. No, 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 no. Just uh, putting two and two together. All right, maybe I have been. But that ain't any business of yours. Well, I'd like to make it my business. Uh, uh, at a price, of course. Nope. Nagel... Have you, for instance, seen the young lady before, or uh, do you know anything about her? I know this much, bud. She's one of the sweetest cookies I've seen in South America, and I've been in some places. You know, Nagel, you're an elusive sort of fellow. I find it safer to mind my own affairs, Mr. Carson. Didn't you notice what I had stuck up in the cabin of my plane? The cabin? Uh, no, I... Don't recall anything particularly special? Well, you don't, huh? Well, I'll tell you what it was. It was this. Ask no questions because refusal may offend. Oh, well, the uh, refusal's not offending me, old chap, I assure you. Mm-hmm, but I'm getting kind of offended by your persistence, bud. Let me tell you something. If I was in your suede shoes right now, I'd be keeping an eye on that dame. Which dame? You mean Sally? Miss Bruin? Yep. Oh, why so? Well, because, Carson, she's the kind of a dame a guy don't meet up with very often. She's something really out of the box. <laughs> so long, Mr. Carson. Take that any way you like. Nagel turned his back on me, and I looked around to Sally. She was waiting, and she seemed pathetically alone. For better or worse, 
I was to have her on my hands for quite some time in Operation Death Ray. Operation Death Ray. 